0: Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Ravnica Deluxe Extravaganza with Aaron and all my friends, where I, Aaron, your dungeon master, play a DD adventure in Ravnica with all my friends. That's the title of it.
1: Hi, friends! Hi! Let's
0: all introduce ourselves again. So, we got Elisa of the Georgia Hoovers.
1: Hello, I'm Elisa Hoover of the Georgia Hoovers, playing Katerina Novakevna, everybody's favorite adventuring. What did I say? I don't know. Thank you. Thank you. I like capitalism and adventuring. So my fun fact today is that uh, Katerina had one pet growing up in her childhood, which was a weasel named Craig. And unfortunately, Craig only grew up to the age of one and a half. And then Craig got rabies. And I had to kill poor Craig because my parents wouldn't do it. So with my own very two hands, I ended Craig's life. And I never had any pets after that.
0: Rabies cannon in Ravnica.
1: Indeed, and that was also <laughs> when I decided that the syndicate was right for me.
0: <laughs> right oh right after gosh. you old yellered your pet weasel. <laughs> <Exactly>. Moving on.
1: <laughs>
2: so sad.
0: Now for my, my lovely coho, Josh Karam.
3: Wow, Aaron, thank you. Thank you. It's... You you have such a beautiful way of saying things that aren't rehearsed. It's just like it's so natural the love between us. I'm happy for
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Mary and Joseph.
3: Uh, I'm Josh Karam and I'm playing Zija Nodov, the marching obsessed really cool Boros knight. And a fun fact that's not Sonic related about myself or Zija is Zija's not really a fan of the Rakdos Guild, but Zija secretly really loves Wizard Rock. There's something super cool when wizards play music to when Zija's like, doing combat maneuvers that she, like, has a third-eyed view, and she's like, this probably looks really cool with that guitar chord as I slash this guy. So huge wizard rock fan, but she would never tell anyone about that.
0: I love that. Mm. She strikes me, because she's a little bit older. She's mature. She's a little so mature, she's, like, yeah. a cool... She's, like, moms that still listen to, like... Stick. I mean she's only 30. You know, so I'm I don't picturing. know. <laughs> I don't know if motherhood is 30. But... Oh no. I thought she was older than that. My bad. Nah. She's an old soul though. She's an old soul, and that's Fair. where that comes from. She's like teenagers that like Bob Dylan. <clears she's <clears <throat> oh, oh
3: me! Wow, I am Zizha. Okay.
0: <laughs> oh god. I'm kidding, I'm twenty-four. Alright, and next <laughs> up uh, the always lovely Rachel Barcolo.
2: Hi. I'm still playing Nirakov, my uh, Selesnian, minotaur, big-hearted lover boy. Don't know why I did it that way. Uh, I was thinking, you know, going into this, Nirakov always cries at the end of Swan Lake.
0: How could you not?
2: But then I'm like, wait a minute. Does Swan Lake exist the way it exists in Ravnica? And I'm not entirely sure, to be honest. But we do know that his favorite composer is Drakowski.: Yes. of course. Yes.
0: I somehow feel like the, like the ballet written by Drakowski that's based on Swan Lake is, um, it's like about like dragon swans, you know? like it's some sort of like mythical equivalent of a swan. And it's just as haunting and beautiful. <laughs> All right. And last but certainly not least, Ryan Nagelsmith.
4: Hello. So yeah, my name is Ryan Aglesmith. I'm playing the character Cinder. Man, you're so cool. It's pretty much a uh, heavy metal bard plays a cello, rocks out. So I guess my fun fact for him is that his number one single, Stigmata Sonata, he actually wrote that just over his travels from Precinct Four to Pain Club in Precinct Six. It only took one ride there, and he was wrote a song.
2: Can you give us a sample? Oh my gosh. (laughs)
4: And for those
0: of you at home, Ryan's got some really cool sunglasses on. (laughs) He looks awesome.
3: Also, for those of you at home, Ryan never entered the recording session. I only
0: saw Cinder walk through the door. So there's no...
3: (laughs) I don't know who this person (laughs) is.
0: Alright, so now that I've gathered you all here and imprisoned you, it's time to get started. So let's do just a little recap. Yes. Last we saw our heroes, it was New Year's Eve. Everybody went about their busy preparations, getting ready for the festivities to come as we celebrate a new year and the signing of the Guild Pact, Right, that magical treaty that keeps all the guilds being friends while they're in Ravnica. However, not all went exactly according to plan. When a massive swarm of mind-controlled ravens decided to tear up the whole New Year's Eve parade, and echo a haunting message in the minds of all of the nearby Ravnikans about the destruction of the guilds and the liberation of the populace of Ravnica from the oppression of the ten guilds that call it home. Then there was a surprise attack by the various crazies of the Simic Combine that were being paraded around, and our unlikely group of heroes had to spring to action to save the day. I rolled really poorly, and the Sharkto Crab met its terrible demise over top the roof of the Viscopa Bank, destroying Katerina's place of work, and uh, there was a little bit of a a scuffle thereabout. She's still interested in getting uh, money for her damages. A conversation that a new, I don't know, acquaintance of yours? A new business associate, we'll call it. Callum Gray, a law mage of the Azorius Senate, promises that once this is all sorted out, We'll see about repairing the bank. And we find our party now, standing amidst the rubble of what was once the Grand Foyer of the Viscopa Bank. For the most part, it seems like the chaos is starting to die down, as teams of Azorius Law Mages and Boros Soldiers shepherd panicked citizens and creatures alike away from the parade route. Not much is known about the mysterious power that controlled the swarms of birds, and the crazies, or about that voice that you all heard calling for an end to the guilds as we know them. What you do now, however is that somehow the four of you may have more in common with each other than you know, and may very well be the key to getting to the bottom of exactly who is behind this attack. The rest of the night is yours, to do with as you like, but know that Callum expects to meet with you all in the morning for a full debrief at his office in New Prov. So, what would you like to do tonight?
4: Happy New Year, everybody!
0: Happy Happy New Year. Year! Happy
4: New Year! Can I just say, like, I'm surprised any place in here, like, lets us in anymore, because there's always property damage when we're involved in this city. (laughs) Every single time.
2: (laughs) Honestly, I think Mirakov is trying to pick up the broken pieces of his confidence after really (laughs) struggling with the shark duck grab. So, having agreed to meet the next morning, I think he's going to nod to the members of the group, and as of right now, he only really remembers Cinder. And he's gonna go back to his area and do some serious training for like three hours before he collapses in bed just to
0: prove that he can. Oh, just a sweaty, sweaty training session.
1: I want nothing yeah. more than the Mirakov training montage. That is all I've ever wanted. Like, I'm picturing classical ballet music in the background as you're like whacking the crap out of some punching
0: guys. And
2: there's still glitter in his beard. Oh, always. So he's just sweating out glitter.
0: I love it. What about the rest of you? I will
3: uh, look to Cinder, and Zizia will nod her head and say, uh, that was a very good help that you offered me. Thank you. Your technical precision was incredible. Uh, As a Rakdos member, you had quite precision in your inspiration. Thank you for that. And she will do a military turn and walk towards the rest of the Bora soldiers, making sure that they are also in line in what they are doing.
1: I'm going to sneer heartily at that, because that was silly. And (laughs) yeah, I I think it's been a very long day. I didn't even get to enjoy New Year's Eve. So I would like to take the files with all the funny money records, with the weirdy names, and I'm going to take those with me. Back to my swanky apartment. I'm gonna steal another bottle of wine from my superiors and take these files back to my swanky apartment because I don't want anyone else to look at them until I've had a chance to investigate further.
0: Very cool. Mulling over some files over another bottle of wine.
1: <laughs> well I'm not gonna look at them tonight, oh, but okay. I just don't want anyone else to get their hands on them and I'm gonna completely ignore everybody else.
2: I'm just imagining you grabbing that bottle by the neck and like just not caring that it's totally exposed and like popping the cork out with your incredibly sharp <laughs>
1: nail, just swigging thousand percent
0: Waiting through the rubble of the bank to be like, I know Absolutely. the stash is here somewhere.
1: And yet somehow <laughs> I still have my heels on and it's it's working. Somehow. Oh it's flawless. No dust touches mm-hmm. you. None.
4: Okay, and I'm just going to say that I'm kind of, like, trying to just find a seat and finish my drink that I have, and I'm just going to be like, oh, all the fun's dying down, chaos is over, kind of getting boring. Yeah, as you (laughs) perch
0: on one of the, like, the now horizontal pillars of the bank and finish your, your martini, you do notice that... All around, like the borough's soldiers, they seem to be locking down the whole district, sending everyone back to their homes, just trying to make sure that everything is secure. Yeah, the whole precinct is a little bit in tatters. You've got sort of like tumbleweeds of streamers just like blowing aimlessly through the streets. It's a little bit sad. Just a little. Aww.
4: Here comes the order, everybody.
3: <laughs> if this was 2008... 2008- Cinder would be my favorite character in the whole world. He'd be the perfect edgelord for me, and I'd be obsessed. Shadow the Hedgehog. Everyone loved Shadow the Hedgehog and Batman back in the mid-2000s, so Cinder would be right up there for edgelords.
1: We can still love him now. Come on. I still do. Does edgelord mean what I think it means? No. It's
0: not a sex thing. Sharp corners. (laughs) Sharp corners. (laughs) It means they're edgy.
3: You know, Cinder's okay. more of a
0: more of a triangle than a. Did you uh, think circle. it was a sex thing? I kind of.
3: That's Lord of
4: Edging.
0: No. And that's my name.
2: Totally different. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't
0: that be
4: funny, <laughs> Rachel?
0: If the story
3: really worked out. Wow. When Josh was younger, he really had a sexual addiction. The Shadow of the Hedgehog. No, no, that's not where that was going. <laughs> he would edge himself to Shadow the Hedgehog.
0: No, oh, stop! No. Shit, people are spinning rumors about me. Then, damn it. Oh, well. Anywho, all right, are we good to just pass the night in our own respective holes?
1: I don't think I can recover from what just happened, so. No, I'm
0: trying to get <laughs> us back. The night
1: might be over. I quit the podcast. Quit. That's
2: fair. That's fair.
5: <laughs>
4: I quit the play. Is it bed for all of you then? I guess we'll just kind of do our own things and then pass out, yeah. Word. Morning comes.
0: It's still a bit of a mess, but they're starting to sweep it up. Do you all begin your journey to the second precinct to meet Callum, or are some of you deciding to sleep in instead?
4: Can I just say I'm, like, still sitting with my sunglasses down, and it looks like I'm just, like, awake, but I'm just dead asleep, sitting upright.
0: Yeah, Zija, as you leave the barracks and you're walking past the bank on your way to precinct two, you see Cinder sitting exactly where you left him. Wow. Um, Cinder? Are, are, you, are you awake?
3: I believe we were all supposed, did you, do you have a home? <laughs> because if not, I'm, I'm not judging. I, am I'm, I'm just very curious, you know, cause we were, we were escorting a bunch of people into, uh, their homes and I noticed that you're just sitting out here. Maybe, maybe you're early to rise like I am and you just wanted to oh, oh. come here
4: first thing. Oh, hey,
3: what's up? Oh, you were asleep. Hello, s- Cinder, uh, good good, good I, to see- I nodded off, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good to
4: see you again. Uh, you too, what, what were you saying, though?
3: Nothing, uh, yes, I love order. That's, oh,
4: this is, oh, I can't. And then
3: Caesar kind of just continues walking oh, no. in the direction.
4: Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm coming, don't worry. i just start following her.
0: I had like a good 10 paces behind.
4: It takes me a second to gather myself.
0: That's fair. That
2: was so uncomfortable.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I loved it. It was great. I loved it so much. You two are so different. I love to put you together. (laughs) Yes. Chaos versus law. What a dance. So, yes, Nirakov, you wake up in the sunny, beautiful, foresty oasis of the Selesnya conclave. There's butterflies and birds chirping.
2: He got up in enough time, I think, to take a quick dip in one of the... I'm going to say that there are pool there facilities. There are, yes. Or pond facilities mm-hmm. um, at the conclave. And then he made a big old breakfast of bacon, eggs, and hash browns, and a big glass of orange juice.
0: Happy New Year.
2: Yeah, so he's, uh, he's really chuffed with himself. Mm-hmm. He, really, he thinks he makes great bacon, and then he's gonna head on over there.
0: Nyorkov is nothing without his morning swim.
2: Mm hmm. He needs a morning swim and a big breakfast, so he's a full belly and a song in his heart. I love
1: him. <laughs> Duh, my love will no no bounce. Oh my gosh.
4: <laughs> so, wait, he already ate this before he came to the group, though?
2: Absolutely. Okay, cool. <laughs> he will not leave the conclave without breakfast. That's the real fun fact.
1: That's Why my Mirakov in real life? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly,
0: me too. <laughs> Except the whole like staying up late exercising and then waking up and exercising thing. That's not me.
2: That's the ideal. That's what we hope for. Fair. You can't get those pegs without working for oh, it. Absolutely. Not. Obviously.
0: What is Katerina's morning look like? Conveniently, you actually live in the second precinct, which is where New Prov is.
1: Excellent. Then I am I'm planning on arriving twenty minutes late, kind of on the nose. And I'm gonna roll out of bed and get myself a nice vat of black coffee and and just go straight there. There's there's not a lot of routine to be had. That's about it.
0: I love it. Wow.
1: But I do look fantastic. As per always, we've got the pantsuit and the heels. They're essential. And I probably have sunglasses when I'm walking outside because I'm awesome. Uh, So I plan to arrive 20 minutes late.
2: Are they neutrally colored pantsuits or do you have like pops of color?
1: The pantsuits are usually neutral colors. I'm thinking a lot of slate gray and creams, but then the shoes, that's where you get the little zhuzh so they can be Mm. bright colors. I like it. Yeah.
4: Lawyer's outfit.
1: Today they're purple. Nice purple shoes. Did you say lawyer outfits? How dare you, sir?
4: You said slate gray suits. Pantsuits. I but don't know. I'm just good. thinking like a and lawyer. And you look outfit. great
0: in dark blue. <laughs> Back in the game. I'm really excited
3: for the Azoria Senate just to be the set of Legally Blonde. <laughs> to be Legally Blonde.
0: <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I have missed a golden opportunity. Callum Gray is just Emmett. That's it. <gasps> oh, I, I knew
1: it. I knew it. Guess I got a chip oh my on my shoulder. Oh my gosh. Plot
2: twist. Katarina, you're gonna end up falling in love with him.
1: Uh, no.
0: Katarina no. gives me big Vivian vibes.
2: <laughs> but, like, Vivian never gets nice.
0: She does in the end when she dumps Warner, right?
2: Well, I'm just saying Katarina yes, is Vivian who true. never
4: oh, got nice. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's fair. So she actually bullies someone out of the law school. And tell the listeners out there, do your fan
0: cast of Legally Blonde the musical, specifically the musical, <laughs> with us. And
3: make sure the shark doe crab is involved in the casting.
1: No! I really dunked on the Shark Crab last time. I listening to it again, I was like, dang, no mercy was shown to that Shark Crab. Lisa,
3: it hurts too because you've never heard the Shark
4: Dough Crab's version of Blood in the Water. It's really good. He does a mad Blood in the Water. (laughs) All the fans out there who don't get some of these references, I don't get a lot of them either, so don't feel bad. (laughs) That's fair.
2: That's true.
4: (laughs) right.
0: So as you all either wake up in or enter Precinct 2. Just want to give you a little bit of a descriptor. Um, the second precinct is almost entirely residential, aside from the three huge triangular towers of New Prav, which loom over the residents below. Um, it's an orderly and clean neighborhood whose residents are closely affiliated with the Boros, Azorius, and the Orzhov. New Prav is surprisingly not hard to find, and it should also come as no surprise that the separate offices are all clearly marked and mapped out. Callum's office is in the southeastern Liev column, which handles the enforcement of law. You all make your way there, with the exception of Katerina, who is taking her sweet time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's all about that entrance. I just I need all eyes on me as I enter. You need the, the
0: drama for sure. Yes.
1: We hear each heel click approaching, yes.
0: coming down the hallway. Yes. Yes, from a <sighs> quarter mile away. I do think as as you get in the vicinity of um, New prov there will be some like Azorius guild members that are like, Ah, oh, y- yes, Miss Novakevna. Um, Mister Gray is expecting you. Please, this way. And they do try and like usher you through.
1: I'm not gonna walk any faster. I'm gonna keep sipping my coffee and taking my sweet time.
0: It's just like this really anxious page boy that's like, oh,
1: could you, okay.
2: Maybe like admire (laughs) a painting on the wall for a moment.
0: (laughs) Yeah, just like, they like run ahead. They do that thing in video games where they run ahead and then they turn around and wait for you. And then when you meet up with them, they run ahead again and then they turn around and wait.
4: As I'm walking, I'm literally looking down all the alleys and everything, just trying to see if there's any kind of like, Anything disordered. And, like, <laughs> Give me just, a perception check. Like, CD or anything. Because it just looks too clean. Nat one. I can't see anything. I want to say that it's too much of Zija like,
3: talking back to Cinder saying, Isn't it beautiful, all the order they have here? Look at how clean the streets are. Look there. <laughs> <laughs> just
0: so distracted. Oh, this is like a
4: bad dream or good dream. However you want to see it. Good, good, that is the word, yes.
2: I think Mirakov is already in the room with Callum, having arrived a little bit early, and is in the middle of telling a joke, and so y'all enter, and he's like, ha, 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 and then he slapped me on the back and told me I'll see you in a month.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how periodical. How is he so energetic right now?
0: As you all enter um, the office of the Mr. Callum Grey, You could best describe this place as organized chaos. So there's a lot of everything, but it's all exactly where it's supposed to be. There are stacks of books piled from floor to ceiling next to absolutely stuffed bookcases. There are chalkboards on like little wheels, like a middle school science classroom, that are filled almost to the brim with neat orderly text that spans from corner to corner. And they have precise sketches of glyphs and sigils in blocked off portions of the board. You come in, Callum is chuckling politely at this joke that Yurikov has just told. He's wearing a pair of brass spectacles that he neatly folds and places on his desk uh, next to, like, a little nameplate that says, like, Callum Grey and then, like, comma, like, INV, period. Which stands for, like, Callum Grey Investigator, right? Oh. He gestures for you all to take a seat. Um, Along one of the walls of bookcases, there are four small armchairs lined up against the wall. I see one of you is yet to arrive. She will be here shortly, yes? I doubt it. I cannot say yes or no to that. Probably no. No. Oh, I'm- Uh, should I call for some other law mages to go stir her? Do you know where she lives? Maybe we could do like a house call and get her- you know, bring her here?
2: I know nothing about her, actually. I've uh, never met her before until yesterday.
0: I see. And then...
1: Yeah, then you start to hear hear the 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 notorious tile, And because uh, I don't remember pulling this trick before, since my memory was wiped, I'm going to do a little thaumaturgy as I walk in the room (laughs) to to give myself a nice dramatic entrance at whatever time this is, like nine in the morning.
0: Yep, definitely like a, sh- a sharp 915.
1: <laughs> yes, a sharp 912. And even though it's very sunny outside, I'm going to do a little, a little thunder sound. Because I don't remember pulling that trick before and I think I'm really cool. As I walk in the room.
0: Classic. Yes, it's in your file. Okay, yes. He like makes a small note in like a set of field notes.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Tucks it into his jacket. He's still wearing the same chain armor that you saw him in last night. It's sort of, like, ivory-toned, and he's got, like, a blue tabard that sort of, like, fits around under it. Classic, like, Azorius vibe here. And uh, he gestures for you to finally take your seat, Katerina.
1: Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I think I just, like, immediately saw the seat that was open Mm. and sat down. Cross my legs and I'm like bouncing my foot. Like let's let's get this going. Impatiently, let's get this you got yes. shit to do. Wow. Yes.
0: Even though the bank is closed, um, sort of indefinitely.
1: <laughs> Business doesn't stop if the building is ruined.
0: That's the true Orjav way. So uh, thank you all for for joining me this morning. I apologize for getting started a bit later than I originally intended.
2: Absolutely not your fault.
0: Thank you. I'm sorry too if if I came across a bit brash last night. But there was a lot really going on as you can tell. But thank you. Thank you for all your help with the shakto crab, and um, the, just the, the various sorts of chaos. Um, sorry, I overheard Nirakov say that you all don't really know each other?
2: I do not know the, um, the shiny woman, or uh, the pantsuits, not until I met them yesterday, but I do know Cinder, this guy.
4: (laughs) Wait. Let's see.
2: Jesus. Let's see.
4: You you have the neat freak, the control freak, and the physical fitness freak. That's all you need to worry about.
2: Well, then what
1: are you? He's just a freak. (laughs) Yikes.
4: Freaks
0: and geeks. Here we go. Wait. Nirokov.
3: Yes? Nirokov, you don't. Remember me?
2: No, um, I do not remember your name from yesterday, I'm very sorry. Very good with faces, poor with names. And he's going to hold out his hand and go, You clearly remembered mine, so if you save me the embarrassment and tell me, I promise I'll remember from here on out.
3: Uh, Zija Nodov. Zija Nodov.
2: Beautiful. Rolls right off the tongue.
3: Thank, thank you. I...
2: Hopefully you will shake his hand back.
3: I, I, I definitely will. I'm very very. It's a very limp handshake. There's still confusion in Zija's mind. Uh, she'll turn back to Callum. What?
2: It's the worst. Limp handshakes the limp are the handshake. limp worst. Like a dead
3: fish. <laughs> yeah.
1: Please it's, never okay. describe a handshake Take my as a hand. ever hand. again. It's a not <laughs> as
3: firm handshake mm. as Zija would normally do, being a military officer. Uh, sorry, Callum, You were, you were saying something about me.
0: Yes, um, it strikes me as curious that you seem to remember everyone here, Commander Nodov. I'm shocked that no one else does. Then perhaps you could explain to me what happened here, and he'll produce a sort of- it looks like a big bronze eyeball. It's like, covered in like gears and shit, and he holds it in his hand, and it projects a cone of light onto the wall across the room. And you see what looks a little bit like grainy security footage of four people Whoa. late at night in the docks. Um, one of you is carrying a cello, one is a minotaur. Clearly you can make out Zija's boros armor and an impeccable pantsuit. <laughs> so we recover this footage with a, a reports of a break-in at one of the docks. So I wi- I just find it a bit confusing and would love for you all to elucidate for me. What is occurring in this footage? Aaron.
3: Me. I know that you told me about memories that flashed before. Am I allowed to roll a history check based on what I am seeing or perhaps something to
0: try to recall where I was? Yeah, how about each of you make me that same intelligence saving throw as before. And um, Zija, before you do it, would you say that you're still wearing your helmet inside? A hundred percent. I don't think I take the helmet off. That's what? rude.
1: What a I nerd! Mean, oh my god! I, I don't.
3: I don't <laughs> I, see no, it as I a full you. helmet. Yeah. Oh. I, I'll okay. take. Yeah, I. I almost see it more as a crown. Like it's almost like a sign of my rank. So oh, I gotcha. don't take all it right. off.
0: Then by all means. But if it is, if it's your, not respectful in the Orzorius Senate, I would acknowledge that and I would take that off. I think it's okay. Because I'm almost viewing it sort of like a circlet, so yeah. as long as it's not like a full military helm. Yeah, for those at home, it gives me a little better intelligence, that's why. (laughs) It gives you a lot better
3: intelligence. It's only one point, actually.
0: All right, what's everybody got? I got a nat one. Oh, sick. Your head hurts. You have a headache. 18.
3: Four.
2: Five. Oh, no. In
0: classic fashion, the three of you are completely clueless. (laughs) For all you know, this is a clone. This is like a doppelganger of you. (laughs) Zija, you remembered last night, too, whenever you saw, I think it was Cinder or Nirokov, the sound of the water at the docks, right? And you heard the roar of the dragon. And then you get a flash of someone breaking a chain lock, right? And wheeling a, a big warehouse door back but that's about where it ends you remember that you were there and you remember that you were looking for something and that's about as far as we go uh, Callum I, I really wish I could give a
3: better answer than this but I remember a lock I remember I was there to find something we were all there but that's where my memory
0: stops that is clearly us certainly yes I don't mean to be rude, or to, let's see, accuse anyone of anything, but it does appear a lot like breaking and entering. So what stays my hand, however, is that some people do remember some of the events of that night, just a bit later on in the tape, and he, like, scrolls something, and you see the four people that you rescued that night all exit the warehouse and, like, all return in their same direction. So you have the Boros Knight from before, and one Azorius soldier. Now this gentleman came and filed a full report, as was his duty to do so, and explained to me all of your heroism. So, I cannot help but wonder... He's also not the first report we've had of people forgetting things, people doing things without knowing, and then coming to a bit later. We've had a couple patrolmen disappear from time to time, and truly, I don't blame any of you for what's transpired. I do, however, wish to get to the bottom of this, and I worry if in some way it's connected to the events of what has occurred yesterday.
2: I'm going to be the first to admit that I have experienced blackouts in my past that I'm not proud of, but this whole situation, I feel like I would have remembered. This makes no sense.
1: Yeah, so where did this footage come from exactly, and how can we be guaranteed that this footage wasn't doctored in any way? How can we be sure that that's actually us in the footage?
0: This is a property of the Azorius. We set up these cameras ourselves. They're incredibly warded against magical tampering.
1: Mm, yes that gives me a lot of confidence in the security of these types
2: I just say that that does look like me not too many people have those pectorals and he like <laughs> pops them <laughs> Like, Ter- <laughs> like Terry does in um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, who's
4: closest to me right now? I just want to, like, poke that person to be because, like, like, I'm not feeling the most lucid because of the hangover, so I just feel like this is still a dream that I'm in because it's just not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Who do you think it is? Is it Nirakov or Zizha? For some reason, I feel like you're sitting on the end, Cinder. <laughs> Wait, Nirakov came in first, so he would sit farthest to the right. I'm imagining if they fill in all in a row, right? And Katarina's on the other side. So you could choose, Zija or Nirakov.
4: All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to poke Zizia. Uh, yes? Oh, you, okay. Is this... I just feel like I'm having a bad, bad, like, drunken night right now, or a bad morning. This is insane. Is this really happening, or are we still dreaming? What's going on? No, it's really, really
0: happening. I'm right. um, very certain. It's very real. This is some powerful mind control magic that's been placed on all of you. Hmm. Let's see. I mean, certainly there must be some sort of way for you all to retrieve your memories.
3: Have you perchance talked to the the Boros knight that was freed?
0: Perhaps they have some more insight on what has happened? I did once the Azorius soldier filled out his report. We pulled him in also for questioning. He mentioned you which is why we're here now, but similarly that he doesn't remember anything from in between going on his patrol to waking up in the warehouse. Huh. So I worry this is more powerful than a conventional magic, at least one that we've seen recently. And I admittedly have been trying to study different memory modification spells, he points to some of the glyphs on his chalkboard, but nothing quite seems to pack the same punch that I found here. Clearly, I mean... We must be looking for some sort of solution that lies outside of our own arcane knowledge. Do any of you, perchance, have any areas of, uh, you know,
4: expertise here? I've never heard anybody talk about hangovers like this before, and this is crazy. Like, <laughs> literally just wait a little while, you'll remember things. But,
0: S- S- Mr. Cinder, it's been a few days, and you still don't remember what happened, and how you got here. I, uh, I, s-
3: I have studied the arcane from my grandparents, uh, both ranking Boros officers.
0: Perhaps I could uh, take a look at this? By all means, feel free, and then anybody who wishes to may make an arcana check, if you'd like. Nirkov, you're also allowed to make a nature check instead.
2: That I can do. I was going to say, I don't think he has as much in terms of arcana.
0: I figure the kind of magic you're used to with the conclave is probably more nature Yeah.
2: All right, so that was a 15 nature
1: check.
4: 16 on Arcana.
1: Yeah, I got a three. Don't know anything.
4: I, Yeah, no, I'm just not rolling good tonight. So we got two things. I'm going to
0: start with Nirakov. You know from your experience in the Silesnia, although you've never in- encountered it firsthand, that there are shamans and druids within the conclave that have been known to tap into a collective consciousness of Matt Silesnia and even retrieve memories from past lives. And so this magic is very ancient and strange to you specifically, but you know that somehow these druids are able to, like access a sort of bank of memories, or some kind of like deep, deep knowledge. You know this specifically because it's something that someone you once knew works in and used to talk about all the time. Your old flame, Philomena, is one such shaman. Aww. And Zija, all this talk of modifying memories and this kind of arcane reminds you of a few crime run-ins you had with some people from the Demir guild Hmm. who specialize in this kind of espionage you're thinking that if anybody is on like the ground floor of some memory modifying magic you think it would probably be the Demir. okay so yeah you all remember that information what you do with it is up to you Callum does look at you expectantly after a few moments of pondering
3: Callum, I will say that, based on what I've seen here and what I've experienced in certain busts that I've done, uh, this seems Demir would be the correct place to look first. I would not be surprised if there was some Whisper agent who is uh, working with something like
0: this. It's not a bad idea. Yes, I had originally suspected them, but for some reason too, the fact that our enemy calls for an end to all guilds is really, it's really throwing me on this case. Either way, they are notoriously difficult to track, and do have a knack for dodging the Azorius law Mages. So, in that regard, I can really offer little aid. But it might not be a bad position for all of you to... explore? Perchance? Nirokov, you look as though you also have a, an idea. Something... A brief flash of insight and then pain. I'm sorry, was that too much?
2: No, 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 <clears throat> uh, yeah, So in the uh, Selesnia conclave, we uh, have shamans and druids that can tap into sort of a, a collective consciousness of our world soul, Matt Selesnya, And that might be able... To help, they can access past lives, little bits of information, sort of, you know, what's going on in the world at the moment. There's a, a very, a very skilled, lovely, kind-hearted lady who might uh, be interested in helping. Uh, I can always ask, not a problem. That's another option. But I can, uh, I can understand... The frustration from people who are not part of the guilds with the guilds when you do not have a community, you feel estranged and alone and can grow resentful. So whoever is in charge of this, you know, there might be um, something deeper at the heart of it than just anger, because as we know, all anger does stem from hurt.
0: That's a very insightful point. I wonder, you know, as the governing body of Ravnica, in what ways has the Senate itself not served its citizens to its highest purpose? But that's a topic for another day. Perhaps we can have a, you know, when this is all sorted, maybe a a cup of tea to discuss such things.
2: Absolutely. I'll bring the scones.
0: (laughs) Oh, delicious. Callan is not gluten-free, unlike me.
1: (laughs) Wish fulfillment through D&D. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I never play a character that's gluten-free as well because it's
3: just that. Exactly. Like, ooh, a <laughs> loaf of it's bread terrible. at the end.
0: My character uh. loves bread.
5: <laughs> hmm.
0: So then it seems you have, you have two very wonderful options to explore, either trying to hunt down a demir agent, which ironically, um, there are some in this very precinct. They seem to sort of like to turn their noses up at um, the Azorius by playing their sort of strategy games and trading secrets in the Plaza of Agris which you all would know is like a famous statue in the second precinct that um, is to a specific Boros soldier who was like a big hero. He like saved the day one time. Mm.
1: He like saved the day one time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, I don't care. It's on, the it's, on the pl- it's on the plaque. It's <laughs> on like, the plaque. It's on the plaque. Like I did day something one time. important. Yeah. <laughs> So, both options I believe could be worth exploring. It's, it is up to you, I, um, I also understand I have in some way asked for your assistance without implicitly asking, so would you all be willing to both clear your own names, because right now it really does seem like you sort of broke, entered, and then possibly kidnapped someone? We found a lot of loose rope in there for some reason, so I'm not quite sure what happened with that. But perchance, would you be able to elucidate some of this situation and maybe save Ravnica in and of itself? Sorry, that was a bit much.
1: (laughs) Will we be compensated for our time away from, I know we're all very busy. We have jobs and careers and lives outside of this investigation that should have been yours to handle in the first place. So will we be compensated for the service that we will be providing to you?
0: I mean, the compensation could really be in just like, you know, making sure that our city still stands in a week. but. You know, the way that I see it is you could either see through this investigation yourself or you could wait for the rest of us to figure it out while you sit in a cell somewhere awaiting trial. The choice is really yours.
1: I'm gonna sip my coffee. (laughs) A heavy sip.
4: (laughs) Is this really a question, then?
0: More of a formality, I suppose.
3: Callum, I can tell you for a fact that I am innocent in this matter, but anything to protect Ravnica is... Something that I must do, so I will investigate.
0: Thank you. Yes, I do fear I give you little choice, but also... Eh.
2: At the mention of rope, Nierakov started chuckling under his breath and patted Cinder maybe a little too hard on the shoulder.
4: (laughs) I'm, like, coughing now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And he's gonna look up at Column and say, I am more than happy to help out of the goodwill. Of my heart.
0: He turns to you two. You yet,
4: you know, un-unconscripted. Well, like I said, like, do we really- I mean, what's the choice here? (laughs) Like, sit in a cell or go- I mean, it seems like a pretty obvious decision to me.
2: You do not seem like the type of fellow to do well in confinement.
4: No.
1: Okay, fine. Let's just get it over with then.
0: Thank you. All right. You all have work to attend to, as do I. I'll be- In communication, if you should need me, and then he'll pass out four speaking stones. These, like, they're ovular, and they have the classic Azorius insignia, the blue triangle split into three parts. Should you need to contact me, I will just be a moment away. Best of luck. And with that, it's all y'all. All All right, then. This requires a tactical
3: plan of approach. We can take a route that seems to be a little more aggressive, where we hunt down a Demir agent, or we could do something that seems a little bit more peaceful. A peaceful approach. Passive. Through the Silesnia conclave.
2: We could also split up into groups, two and two, if we want to pursue both avenues at the same time. Efficiency. Boros appreciates efficiency, yeah?
3: Wow, I did not expect that out of a Silesnia guild conclave member. That is very nice to hear. (laughs) That backhanded compliment.
2: (laughs) I know, I think he's gonna
1: cock his head a little bit and go, okay.
3: I like you, Nerukov. I like you.
1: I like you too. I'm so glad that everyone is making a lot of friends today. I don't really care what the rest of you are going to do. I am going to go find a demure agent because I would much prefer to deal with someone that I know actually can get things done. If you guys wanna go talk to the hippie, that's up to you, but I'm going to go find the statue of the guy that saved the world one time.
2: Nirokov's eyes absolutely start darkening because she knows
1: not who she is insulting. Damn.
4: All right. And I just want to say, I'm going to go with her. She seems like she knows what she's doing a little bit more. So
1: Yeah, I'm walking. I'm walking down the hall. I'm
4: totally following.
1: Clickety-clacking down the hall. Well... Commander
2: Nodav, honestly, I would not trust the two of them by themselves. So I am more than happy to do my route, and I will go talk to her a bit, you know, one-on-one. So if you feel more inclined, go after them, and I will, I will handle my business and meet up with you later.
3: If you believe that is the optimal strategy and how to approach this, then yes, I will allow you, and then I will watch the
0: non order guilds as a watchful eye. The good news is, too, on your way to the fourth precinct, you will pass by the statue also, as you just, like, head out of the second. So you can all, for the most part, keep going until Nirakov eventually splits off. Okay. So the way that the plaza is set up, it's got beautiful tan and white stones inlaid into the ground for you to walk on. It's a circular courtyard with this big statue in the middle of a Boros knight with his sword plunged into the air. It's lit in fire. And there is a bronze plaque on the bottom that says, Agris Kos. He, like, saved the world one time or something. <laughs> and then there's a couple tables and people milling about. Some people are playing chess. Other people are playing cards or dice. And um, just, you know, people just hanging around. For those of you who are more aware of the seedy underbelly of Ravnica, so, probably Cinder and Zija for very different reasons. <laughs> I'm not sure, Katarina, what your involvement is with such things. But you know that, just like Callum said, the Demir love to play games of chance and strategy games, and they sort of do like a. They talk about and trade secrets while they play, right? And the best way to win them over is actually to beat them at their own game.
5: That's
2: very cool.
0: I know, right? <laughs> I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it down. That's me. That's me. That's me. So as you all enter the plaza, give me a perception check to see... Oh. Who are you looking for? Ooh. That's a natural one. Ooh. You're so engrossed with this statue of Agriskos because he was so cool. You like looked up to him as a child. I'm just kneeling. I'm just kneeling. Just. He's so humble and the... his words were so humble. Just making such a scene.
2: Nirokov only got an
1: 8. I got an 11.
0: 11, an 8? I got a 10. And a 10. Y'all down. see about exactly what I described. How would you like to go about trying to hunt down such, a, such an agent of the Demir? Nirakov, are you sticking around or are you headed on your merry way?
2: I think he's headed on his merry way. He's going to clap Commander Nodav on the back and say, I will speak with you soon. Best of luck.
3: I'm shedding a single tear from kneeling at the statue and say, yes, 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 I will uh, I will talk
0: to you soon. Amazing. So then to the three of you.
1: You said there's people playing chess and what are the other games?
0: There's like people rolling dice and people playing cards. There's like a picnicker. There's a small gnomish couple. Um, <laughs> walking arm in arm. You know, they're elderly doing a little stroll. I want to go to the dice game. Okay. You see these two people rolling some dice. You know, they're just chatting idly. How would you like to approach so as not to feel like just a stalker breathing their air? <laughs> oh,
4: man. They
0: do look up at you as, you as you walk over. Aren't you still carrying a cello on your back? I think so, yeah. Should I just start playing?
1: <laughs> yes. Ooh, <No>. You're
4: busking. <laughs> no.
1: Wait, but that could be kind of cool. Because then it could, like, mask whatever conversations we're having, you know, with the extra sound. It's a distraction.
4: Oh, so you're saying not even play the game, just be next to the game.
1: You play the game if you want to play the game, do it.
4: No, I'm just going to stroll up and be like, hey, what's the guy got to do to get a drink around here?
0: They're still intently playing their game. Wow. They will eye you sort of inquisitively. Haha, <laughs> get it? Inquisitive. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, Boo. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and then just like jab a thumb over to like a refreshment stand. There's like a little teenage halfling, you know, that's like <laughs> got like a like a lemonade jug and like a couple other
4: kinds of beverages and like some few a few snacks. All right. So like as I'm looking over at the stand, I'm already grabbing like my coin purse and just like kind of mm-hmm. jingling the coins, just kind of get them enticed with the money I have.
0: Sir, can I help you with anything?
2: <laughs>
4: Is that the cart dude? To to? That yeah, that's the cart man. <laughs> awesome. They're like standing
0: on top of the cart because they're very small. They're like they're
2: raising money for like the Ravnican
0: Scouts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh
4: <laughs> the green teens of Ravnica. Yes. <laughs> man, it's been a while since I've gotten my own drink, but um, uh, martini, dirty, stirred, not shaken.
0: The little Celesnians don't have any, uh, alcohol.
4: What kind of place is this?
0: They're like little tiny recruits to the Conclave. Ah! It's also only
4: 10.30. Are you okay, mister? Yeah, I I mean, I would have been better, but yeah, I'm fine. You know, sometimes my mom likes to have martinis this early in the morning, then she falls asleep. Oh no! That's actually what I was thinking. That's exactly my plan, but thank you.
0: What time she missed one of my baseball games because of it? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! The improv—you just dug that improv Yikes. hole, and you're
3: going. <laughs> you're.:
0: <Yikes. laughs> you want? This lemonade—it's on the house,
4: just for you, Mister Sir. That reminds me of my mom. Sure, and I'll take the lemonade, and I start walking back over to that dice game. It's got a cute umbrella. I want to take the umbrella out and toss it, though.
2: (laughs) Damn it. Oh, my God.
5: Oh, okay.
4: All right, you have retrieved your beverage. Would you like to walk back to said dice table? Yes, I'm walking back to the dice table. And I just want to drop my coin purse on the table and be like, you guys need another? Hey, if he's paying, then
0: he's playing. And this guy, like, pulls up another chair. The name of the game is Skull Dice. And you're quite familiar with this game, Cinder. It's a game of bluffing and cheating, and the numbers don't really matter.
4: I've never heard of this before, though. I mean, is this a. Give me a, a deception check.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Starting early.
4: Okay, so that's uh, 23.
0: You see, they sort of like shoot each other a glance and chuckle as if they're ready to take your fucking money. So, the way the game works, they will explain to you, you know, as a novice, and you know you're, like, fact-checking. They're, like, not really teaching you, like, a great way to play. Okay. But mechanically, there's three rounds. So, there's a deception, a sleight of hand, and an insight round. And the goal is to win the best two of three, and that's how you roll the best dice. You play them with a cup, right? So, you're hiding your dice, just similar to, like, Pirates of the Caribbean dice game trying to say, like, what you have, right? And sort of bluff your way out over your opponents. So the goal is your deception and insight checks will compete against each other, and then it's just whoever has the best sleight-of-hand roll at the end of it. Okay. Sound good? Yeah, I'm still a little confused, but we'll try it. Word. Okay, so basically, just roll me one of each. So give me your deception first.
4: Okay, that is 26. Wow.
0: They rolled a four, so we're doing great. Oh! You make a very convincing bluff about, you know, the, like the three really bad dice you have in your cup. You're like, I got three sixes. I don't know. What, however this game works. And now roll me a sleight of hand. So wait, so I lied. The deception is like you place your bet and then roll your dice.
4: Like, guys, this, this is a good amount, right, to put down? Oh, yeah. If anything, I might double that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I'll just, like, put more <laughs> in. Word. Alright,
0: so that's tw- uh, 18. And then lastly, roll me an insight check. And they're going to try and deceive you now. 15. They rolled a natural 20. Ooh. <sighs> wow. So... Hey, that was a pretty good bluff you got there for your first round, but uh, looks like this one's on us, and they'll scoop, they'll scoop your money towards you. They also got a 26 on their sleight of hand. Damn, okay. But hey, want to play again? Yeah, let's do another round. Did any of your friends want in too? They look like they're just standing there with egg on their face, especially the one that's crying.
1: Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, no, she's not with us.
0: Yeah, good, we hate cops.
1: I'm kind of leaning, I I imagine I'm leaning against the back of the chair that Cinder is sitting on. Like, I'm with him, but I'm not playing today.
0: Oh, you're going to blow on his dice for good luck? So it looks like he could use it.
1: He certainly could.
3: Do I hear the crying comment? I don't know, do you? Give me
0: a perception check.
3: That's a 19. You do hear the crying comment. I will walk up to the one who says it and brandish my steel heart. Just, like, touch the hilt of it and say, Do you dare mock... Hey, whoa, whoa! We ain't done nothing! Whoa! Do not mock someone who honors a beautiful man like that one.
0: It's a free country, freedom of speech, I ain't done nothing wrong! Get the fuzz out of here, hey! And they, like, look around for
1: witnesses. I want to grab Zisha by, like, the front of her collar and, like, drag her away so that Cinder can continue with his... Mission without any interference. Do I need to roll something? Do you allow to make yourself to be
0: dragged or should this be contested? I think it's contested. I, w- I don't think
3: Zija would move if someone just pulled Zija.
1: Okay. So what do I have to roll?
0: Um, roll an athletics check.
1: That's not great.
0: 17. Uh, a three. You go to pull and Zija's not budging. You actually sort of like tweak your shoulder a little bit. You're like,
1: oh, fuck. I'm also glaring at you a lot. I am a very heavy glare to try and get you to stop messing this up.
3: I look at Katarina. Continue about your business, citizens, as I glare back at Katarina and I walk towards the
4: lemonade stand. Ugh, is she with you? Uh, she's just a, a little high strung sometimes. Hey, they don't have any alcohol over there, by the way. Yeah, no, not when this punk's here. But
0: hey, you know, if you come here later at night, there's a guy who brings his own meat. It's pretty... Pretty potent. He puts a little extra something in it. I don't know if the mushrooms or something make you see Okay, shit. Yeah, I'll
4: keep that in mind. Yeah. I mean, I'm totally down. Yo, so what's, a, what's a punk like you? You look like you're on the level. What are you doing with, you know, someone like this? To be honest, we had a very drunken night, and I'm trying to remember what happened with the people I was with, if you know what oh. I mean. Like, you ever had one of those? Yeah.
0: Yo, I've been there. Hmm. Ain't that right? Vinny. Yeah, the other guy, his name is Vinny. And they both like, oh, I remember... Fucking last New Year's, that was the shit right. show, huh? Yo, not as bad as this one, though. That one was crazy. My cousin, oh my god, he lost the arm. Ravnica's going wild here. These last little bit. Yo, and not in a good way. Am I right, or am I right?
2: I feel like Trixie just shows up, and she's the girlfriend of one of these guys. <laughs> yes. Honestly, yes. she
1: is. Yes.
0: Canonically, she is. You hear somewhere in the distance just... Just the mastication yes. of Trixie.
1: Would she remember us, though?
0: Trixie remembers you.
1: You're terrible, tip Remember,
0: she said, Nierkov, you never
3: tipped me. I'm really excited that if one NPC streams through all the episodes of Ravnica, it will be Trixie. It's Trixie. Trixie. Trixie will always be there, yeah.
4: Yes.
0: But hey, you ready to roll up another game?
4: Yeah, let's roll up another one.
0: All right. Deception.
4: 22. Cool. Roll your dice, then. And that's sleight of hand. It'd be twenty-three, and then insight.
1: Come on, buddy.
4: Eleven.
0: So you can't tell if they're bluffing or not, but they definitely don't know that you're bluffing, and you got a really good roll under your cup. They won one round, you won one, and you both got a twenty-three on your sleight of hand. So let's just roll a flat D twenty each of us, and whoever is higher will win. Okay.
4: Fourteen. I got a seven.
0: Yes! Yes. Looks like your luck finally came through. You didn't even need it to blow on your dice. You make back all the money that you just lost. All right. This guy's pretty cool, huh? So how about we switch to something a little bit more low-key, you know? I like you. I think we might want to get to know you a bit, if you take my meaning.
4: What were you thinking?
0: Uh, just a a conversational game of, uh, I don't know, knights and nobles, and they start shuffling a deck of cards and just dealing them out. It plays a little bit just like any other study hall card game. We don't need to roll for it. Okay. I figure you got some Rakdos vibe to you, and we kind of fucks with that. We love the Hellkite Club. Do you work there? You look
4: familiar. I've I've played there a few times, yeah.
0: Oh, no way. My girlfriend, she's the waitress there. (laughs) Oh, nice. Boom. You know Trixie? Yep, I do know Trixie. Man, what a pain in the neck. But let me tell you, she's the one for me. Yeah, quite a looker, too. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, I mean that made like, way there. All right, all right. So I figure when you got the fucking cops knocking down my door, you know what you came here for, don't you? You know what's up. You don't need me to tell you. We don't got to say it. You know, right? Right. And I just want you to know before you bring your dog back that we had nothing to do with it. All that shit happened yesterday wasn't us, wasn't the house. And the house means, like, you know, House Demir, because that's their name. I know you probably know more than that. you're leading on to. No, I swear, it's, it's really above my pay grade. Oh, come on, you guys got ears everywhere. Well, that's for sure. Yeah. We have been hearing a thing or two about a thing or two, but, you know, it's, uh, it's hard to remember these finer details. And, yeah, as he does that, he sort of puts his hand next to his face and does, does a little finger gesture. For just a
1: little bit of cash. Can I roll an insight check to see if he actually knows something?
0: Have you walked back to the table now?
1: Oh, yes.
0: Okay. I didn't think... Maybe you didn't leave. All right. No. Yes, you may roll insight for sure.
1: Okay. Yes, that's a dirty 20. I'm trying to see if he actually knows something or if he's just trying to swindle us out of our money.
0: Mm, Gotcha. And you would know that he was serious when he said they really had nothing to do with it. And then whenever Cinder said, you know more than you think you know... That was the truth. Then they sort of like went, well, maybe, mm, you know, they did like a little tick.
1: All right. I'm going to share a look with Cinder to be like, yeah, we should probably cough up some money, get the information. All right.
4: And I'll, I'll give him the money that I just won off of him. Oh, oh very <laughs> generous, Mr. Cinder. Not, not oh, the money God. I've won back from mine. I'm saying
0: Oh, the money, money that you yeah. won off of us. All right. So I guess we're all breaking even today. Which is much better than what happened yesterday, am I right? And they'll, like, give you a little nod, Katarina.
1: Uh, I'm gonna give them a cold glare.
0: (laughs) Alright, alright, tough crowd, okay. (laughs) Listen, really, the house had nothing to do with all the boards and shit. We don't fuck with the boards. At least, it's above my pay grade to say the least. But let me tell you what. All the shit with the controlling of the animals and the mind control, that seems a bit more something that we could know a thing or two about. And let me tell you, I've been hearing voids. I've been hearing some whispers about people losing all their memories, and that's a classic house thing, you know? You, you go into the safe house, you don't remember leaving the safe house, you don't remember what was in the safe house, you know? Sort of keep it, all, keep it all neutral. I have heard there's a guy down at the end of Precinct 6, right before you go into the Undercity. There's a bar there you might want to check out. Ask for truffles, and he might be able to help you... Remember some of your hangover.
4: Okay. That sounds good. I think I played a pain club right right near there so at one point. Oh, yeah, that's a good one.
0: Yeah, yeah I had another buddy. He, he lost an arm there, too.
4: <laughs> well, I didn't lose anything. Well, except probably more memories, but yeah. Well, you know,
0: but those you don't really need to get back. Those right. seem less important. Yeah. But hey, you didn't hear a word from us.
4: Wait, what did I just hear from you?
0: Exactly. Cool. Now be on your way, huh? Before the more of those boros come on. Yeah. I'm running an establishment here. you want to buy a watch? And he (laughs) opens up his jacket. (laughs) just like, pocket watches. Ravnica's advanced enough to actually have like really old-timey pocket watches. Mm. (laughs) As I'm walking around, I'm like, just keep it chaotic, guys, and then I just bounce. They're like, don't let them pin you down. They do like a little (laughs) fist. All right, cool. Let's pan back over to Nirakov's lovely walk. His stroll through Precinct 4 up to, you know, where you might suspect... Philomena to be. Yeah. So, there's a lovely little stone circle that leads up a winding tree of a neighboring Vernadi to yours. You know, she's been known to practice here. As you walk in, she's a healer, right? So you see a couple a couple injuries from yesterday being treated and you see this the hustle and bustle. It's a bit of a busy scene of elves and Loxodon and all sorts going to and fro attending to people's wounds. And then you see stooping over an injured minotaur that looks a bit more auburn in hue than you, right? It looks very different, but the telltale pale green skin with the luscious dark green hair tied back in braids when she's working of Philomena.
2: He's going to rap on the door after having like messed with his beard a little bit just because he was nervous, smooth it over. So he's going to rap on the door.
0: And Philomena will turn and look. Uh, oh, uh, Nirokov, uh, do you require healing? Were you, were you hurt? Her- what are you doing No, here?
2: no, no, no. I just, uh, I actually needed to ask for your assistance. Though I know you are incredibly busy after last night. Many of our comrades and others, you've been working all night. I know you're tired. So if I need to come back, you know, Philly, just let me know. Uh, I can give you a minute if you need it.
0: No, um, I, th- I think I can step away for but a moment. And she pats the other minotaur that she's been working with on the shoulder, whispers, you know, like, oh, I'll be right back, and then wipes her hands on her apron as she walks out onto the tree ramp outside of the clinic. Mm-hmm. Oh, what is it? You seem worried. You seem stressed. Have you been sleeping?
2: Yeah, yeah. Sleeping, uh, you know, I went for a swim this morning. <laughs>
0: Oh my God. <laughs> Always, always with the swimming.
2: Well, you used to enjoy it too, you know, our morning dips together. But that is entirely beside the point. Um, a, a
0: whole other, yes, um, wh- I should, you know, is it something urgent?
2: Uh, yes. So I was called in for assistance after what happened last night with the, the mind control animals. Kind of ended up in the middle of everything. And apparently there was something else that went on. Anyway, long story short, the Rosori Senate asked for our assistance, and we need to know about the mind control. Apparently, I was part of it. Blank. I do not remember what happened uh, the entirety of 24 hours. And I was thinking that uh, you is a, a shaman who can tap into the collective consciousness of Matt Selenznia. might be able to um, glean some sort of insight... Into what happens, you know, with the animals, the mind control, why we don't remember, how to recover memories.
0: Of course, yes.
2: You're very good at it.
0: Uh, May I? And she'll hold out one hand and, like, she sort of goes to reach another up to your temple.
2: He's gonna bend down so it's easier for her to reach.
0: She'll gingerly cup you, like, around one of your horns, like, right near the temple Mm -hmm. and take your other hand. And sort of hum softly and she starts to glow a more vibrant green as these like spectral leaves start to like float around you you see that they also begin to change colors like the seasons going from green to yellow to orange to red to sort of brown and then back to green it's a beautiful display for anybody that would be walking by and then the leaves all fade and the light fades and she looks deep into your eyes with such sorrow. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry, Nirakov. Your, your mind is like... It's, it's almost as if a great worm has gone through and, and made it like a cavern. There's just holes, blanks. Or like a woodpecker went, peck, 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 peck. Things are just missing in the, the tapestry of... of your memory.
2: Is there any way to recover the threads?
0: Perhaps... we may need to undergo a more serious ritual than just what my magic can do here. But that would require some supplies.
2: Absolutely. Whatever you
0: need. There are some... mushrooms that grow deep in the Undercity that have some hallucinogenic effects. Taken by themselves, but with the proper application of magic, could surely help to tap into such a consciousness. It's what we healers use with newly reincarnated people to sort of stitch together. It will allow your mind to sort of grow back together. Almost as if a tree with a hole carved in it would then re-stitch.
2: Beautiful description.
0: Thank you. Is that something you would be willing to do? I know it's, it's putting you in, in more danger than, than you were before, even.
2: Oh, my goodness, Nora, I'll be fine. Um, I'm quite good friends with a Gorgeri assassin.
0: Oh, phenomenal. She
2: should be able to help out and lead me in the right direction.
0: Oh, she? That's so good that you have friends, friends. You said a friend that could help, yes.
2: No, strictly friends.
0: Of course, that's that's what I said. I'm sorry if you expected another, you know... Anything. Anywho, I, am, I really should be getting back to work, Nirka, with, um, Best of luck. Do be careful.
2: Absolutely. I think they're still holding hands from when she grabbed it. We are it. definitely yeah, still yeah. holding hands. So he's going to uh, squeeze it a little bit and lean in and kiss her oh. on the cheek and go,
0: Thanks, Fiddy. Her cheeks blush autumnal.
2: Beautiful. And then
0: she dips and then walks back out. And he's just going to have to shake it off and then leave.
1: Me too. I need to shake that off too. My gosh. It's important to note Elisa had a blanket over her face the entire time. I did see
0: that. (laughs) I really did note. I
1: just, I can't help it. I know. I'm sorry if it's distracting, but I promise it's less distracting than the faces I'm making under the blanket. It's not distracting. I think it's adorable. Oh my gosh. Y'all are in love. It's beautiful. (sighs) Okay. I'm fine.
0: All right, so how do you want to go about rejoining our crew here?
1: Do the stones only go to Callum, or can they talk to each other? Good question.
0: Give me another Arcana check to see if you could <coughs> dial another number into your speaking stuff. It would be do, great do, do, if do. I
1: could roll above a 10 today. That's oh, a 7. No.
0: You just end up dialing Callum, and he goes, <laughs> uh, Yes, have you, have you found something? And I hang up. Oh, sorry, but Kyle rings you back. He's like, I'm sorry, I think our connection was cut off.
5: And I hang up again. Oh, no,
0: damn it. Oh, boy. He rings Zija. He's like, <laughs> I, is there something wrong with Katarina's speaking stone? I, I, can't, I can't connect with her.
3: Um, I'm pretty sure they're absolutely functional, but perhaps she is intentionally hanging up, if I were to guess.
2: Nirakov
0: is going to call. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm having another call. Can I, can I put you on hold, Zija?
3: Oh, is it not conference? Can we not have multiple people in the same line?
0: I, oh, well, I, I yeah, sure, sh- sh- yes. I've... And then he'll, like, press a couple, you know, you hear him, like, loudly banging. Clanking the stones together. <laughs> I thought he was putting the stones together. <laughs> yes, he just puts you end to end. Yeah, can you hear each other? Yeah, Nirakov joins the call. Uh, yes, Nirokov, I have Zija on the line with me as well. I wouldn't want you to be, uh, bamboozled, you know, um, not expecting someone else to be on the call, and then for there to be someone else on the call when you're selling some secrets or something. Hello.
2: Hello? I uh, no, 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 no secrets, but I do appreciate your honesty. This is actually perfect. I was curious if we could indeed do, um, conference calls, and apparently we can. No, I wanted to, uh, to meet the procedure again, see what you did on your end, as for mine, my... Friend, friend, looked into my mind with her magic and she said there's a cavern, there's holes, like a worm through an apple. There is a way to potentially recover it with a bit more of a ceremony involved. I do need to visit the Undercity to get some mushrooms for what we need to do. This is an individual basis though, so I'm not entirely sure how helpful it is in general. But we could at least give back the memories of the people suffering.
0: That sounds wonderful. A way to retrieve your memories, yes. Certainly, that sounds that sounds very helpful. You said some sort of mushroom? Mushroom? <laughs> yeah. Mushroom, Mushrooms. Mushrooms? I won't make you say it again. I don't
3: know how to say it in Russian. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The The stone must have distorted your voice. I thought I heard someone else for a second.
0: Of co- oh, I'm sorry. I do not have good connection. Where are you? Uh, e- it, If oh. you, uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh hang on. I, I actually <laughs> oh I go
3: by the statue and try to use the statue. As oh like, yeah, you get uh, better,
0: yeah, you sort of hold it up near to the statue and you get another bar.
2: Another etching. On another the stone pebble. Pops up. yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> I think it should be called council calls too, not
4: conference calls. Oh, council oh, call.
5: Wow. Yeah. Oh, uh
3: on on our end, uh, it's it's probably better to get cinder on the line. hang on. Cinder. Cinder, pick pick up on your end.
4: We're on the council call. Oh my god! <laughs> Are we really doing this? Okay.
1: No, we're not. I'm gonna pick my stone back up. Am I just like in the call now?
4: Yeah.
0: Oh, Katarina, I'm so happy that you that you managed to figure out um, what what was wrong with your speaking stone. Is everything all right?
1: Mm, stupendous. We're gonna meet at the Hellkite Club to come up with our plan and decide what we're gonna do. So, Nerikov, will see you there in a few minutes. Bye. I'm hang up again, and I'm gonna attempt to. Drag Zisha and Cinder towards the Hellkite Club.
4: Okay, sweet. And I hang up. All just <laughs> <to> said <send> nothing. <laughs> I mean, if that's the
3: plan, you don't have to drag me this time, Katarina. I will. I will follow.
0: All right. But... Oh, oh, all right. Good. Oh yes.
3: Oh no, sorry. I was going to talk to them. I forgot that I was still on the council call. My bad, Callum. All right. Sorry. Well,
0: this is awkward. All right. Best of luck. Should I also come to the Hellkite Club, or is this more of like a you guys thing?
2: I think this will just be an us thing, and we'll let you know. All right, bye-bye. All right, I
0: just want you- No,
2: wait, Hang I- Hang Okay.
1: I want to grab Zisha's stone so that she hangs up too, and Callum is left.
0: One day, one day I'll make friends.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like all of your characters are so just, like, insecure at the
3: moment. <laughs> Oh, well, that's not okay. I mean, he was really curious about where we were going. Plus, also, he's kind of in charge of us, so if he thinks we're, like, going to break the law, he might come anyway. So I guess you're right. It doesn't really matter.
1: If Callum came, there would be way too much bureaucracy involved. If we actually want to get stuff done, which is what he hired us to do in the first place, it's better if he isn't there.
3: (laughs) I never thought I'd agree with the Norzhov, but you're right. They are filled with hot air. Too much law.
1: I'm stunned by the hypocrisy of this, so I'm just going The Orzhov
0: love bureaucracy. <laughs> oh, and also, is he just saying too much law? Yeah, that's well, crazy. yes,
1: yes, yeah. We're all hypocrites here.
3: Well, I won't lie. According to the Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica, the law in their hands is a bludgeon, according to Boros. All I do is I do want to give a gold piece to the kid who's selling lemonade as, as I'm walking out.
4: Thanks, lady.
3: <laughs> You're welcome. Keep doing a good service.
2: And Yurikov is going to steal one more glance towards Philomena and then walk out towards the Hellkite Club.
0: You see her sort of, like, brush a stray strand of hair out of her face as she, like, catches your eye and then, like, averts her gaze again. <laughs>
2: This is the most innocent romance we've ever had (laughs) as a group.
0: (laughs) Truly. All right, so you all make your way back to the Hellkite Club. And it's, you know, it's solidly two o'clock right now. It's like not late. (laughs) But the bar is open. There's not a lot of people there.
1: I wanted Sender to get to have his drink. He was working so hard. That's
0: fair. Yeah, it's just the upstairs open. The downstairs doesn't open until like 8 p.m., you know, until after the sun goes down. That's when the real chaos comes. The dragon is snoozing in its cage, just taking a good old nap. And then you see a couple familiar faces, Cinder, as you walk in. We got two of your bandmates here, Scoot and Scott. (laughs) And, you know, they play respectively first and second violin in your electric string quartet. And then you've got Dax, the half-orc bartender, our good friend who gave Nirakov that flask of vodka in the beginning. And, of course, we'd be remiss if we didn't have Trixie.
3: Yeah!
0: We did it. And they're all actually sitting around a table together, passing a bottle between the four of them. It looks like there's no business happening here right now. But they give you a
4: toast when you walk in. Is there another seat at the table? Boy, is there. I definitely want to sit down at the table right away. Just kind of like walk over and sit down. But I'm also curious about the two uh, bandmates. Are they like identical twins? They are. Yeah, awesome. Yes. Okay, cool. Gott
0: Scoot, they are twin half-elves that part their hair in opposite directions.
1: Oh, yes. Oh. Like cartoons. Like cartoons. Which one is hotter? This is important.
0: It's really subjective.
1: No, it's not. There's a, there's a correct choice.
0: They have the same face, but it's, like, mirrored, so they look somehow different but the same. I would say that Scoot is probably the more attractive one. One has a lazy left eye, it. one has a lazy right eye. <laughs> yeah, like, they, they both have a freckle on their cheek, but, like, in one it's here, and in the other it's on the other side. I thought you said laser left eye and laser right <laughs> eye. <laughs> But Dax offers you the bottle that they're passing around. Oh, welcome back, Cinder.
4: Glad you made it out alive. Yeah, barely, though. This has been a couple couple of crazy days. I know, our float's trashed. What happened there? I'm still trying to piece it together. Well, you were still drinking, weren't you? I mean, yeah. (laughs) I mean, we all were, too, (laughs) so whatever. Feeling like some judgment over there. As I sip the
0: bottle. (laughs) No judgment among friends. They all, like, take a deep pull of the bottle as it gets
4: passed around. You guys want any of this? I, like, talk to these three. No.
1: No hard pass. Actually, I would very much appreciate
4: it. (laughs) There we go. Sit down. Have a seat.
2: He's just gonna grab it, and it's gonna be a very large pool. (laughs) Like, it's the nectar of the gods. So
0: are you three, like, are you, like, friends of cinders or something? You keep turning around.
2: Oh, Trixie, lovely lady, it's very good to see you. And he grabs her hand and he kisses it very gentlemanly.
4: Oh
0: my, uh, I have a boyfriend, you know, but thank you. I actually met him. But yeah. Vinny doesn't know, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love him. I mean, he's such a pain in the neck, but I love him.
2: He love has very complicated emotions.
1: Runs the gamut. Sorry, did you say that we've been here before together?
0: Oh, you don't remember? I didn't think I overserved you or anything. Yeah, all four of y'all were sitting at a table with some guy. And then you ran out, caused a hell of a scene, the dragon went loose, and now... Well, now you turn up again. What? You don't uh, remember?
1: Yeah, I'm kind of looking at the others to see if they have any memory of this, because I definitely don't.
3: Well, that explains the dragon.
1: The only thing I don't remember
2: is... coming here to, I believe watch the musical show Trixie said I was a terrible tipper which is very embarrassing and um he's very good with rope this guy is very good with rope he
0: is really good with rope yeah I can say that from experience
2: oh (laughs) what Vinny doesn't know doesn't hurt him
0: (laughs) (laughs) no we do it in the show all right it's on the stage ah stage romance is different that sounds a little too naughty for me. A little too naughty. I, I'd ha, prefer not literally to. literally naughty. Get a load of this guy. Dax gives like a big chuckle.
2: And underneath his breath, Nurekov is going to go,
1: That was my joke. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to take a shot.
0: <laughs> they gladly pour you one. Look, we don't care either way. A friend of Cinder's is a friend of ours. Just maybe don't cause any more trouble around here, huh? We like to keep the dragon in its cage. The dragon is like snoring little smoke rings. We were
3: here with a purpose. Who was the other person? You
0: know, I never really remember his name, but he comes in here from time to time. Always with a different group of people. You know those people in your life that like, you see him on the, you know, your commute to work every day and... They just kind of pass in and out, you never really think about them, but they're kind of always there.
2: Omnipresent, you might say.
3: I guess so. Or just a vandal. I think we should scope this place out. Well, you know, I mean, you're in the Hellkite Club. Everyone here is
4: a bit of a vandal. Come on, Raktos. I mean, that was even my first band name was a Vandals. so... Mm-hmm, it's a good one, too. Is it possible if the
3: three of us, we could find another table to discuss our plan forward?
0: He gestures broadly to the empty Hellkite Club. I mean, you have the run of the place.
2: Why don't we uh, sit in... The booth that we supposedly were in together, See if the energy sparked something.
0: I mean, yeah, we can open up the downstairs, I guess, for Friends of Cinder, private parties and all. And they'll, like, undo a little velvet rope at the staircase. Mm. Do you need any bottles to bring down,
4: Cinder? Anything? I don't think we need anything right now. Thanks, guys. We won't be in your
0: way. Cool. You light a couple lanterns as you make your way back. Yeah, give me a perception check, or do you want someone to show you the booth you were sitting at? Or do you want to try and find it?
2: Let's see. See what happens. All right. Hmm. No, that was a nine. Hmm.
0: Eleven.
1: Oh! I did it! Dirty 20!
0: Ah. 18. Cool. So. It's a combined effort between Katerina and Cinder. Cinder, you sort of stand on the stage and try and think back to that night, you know, right before you got off the stage from your performance. You know, where were, where were you going? Or maybe where would someone sit when they don't want to be noticed? And then Katerina's like, if I was here doing some shady business, where would I sit down? <laughs> and you both find your way to that
4: corner table that you were at those couple days
0: ago.
2: See, I told you, energy. There's something to it.
4: Can I um do like some kind of perception where I like feel around under the table, and maybe we left like a clue or I don't know. Sure, yeah, definitely. Oh, Nat 20. Oh Boom. you
0: find it's not under the table, but it's like tucked in between the wall and one of the booth seats. You find one of those red tickets to the Hellkite Club that like, as far as you know, you actually don't really give these out. This is like a special thing that someone had made for an event. I want you to roll for me another intelligence check. All of us? If you brandish your ticket, everyone can make it as you all look at this. 15? 23. 12. I just got like a 7. All right, so Katarina and Zija. There's a phrase that rings in your mind as though you have heard it and read it. And it's curious going on in Ravnica, wouldn't you say? And then you remember a letter that you received via Raven that contained for each of you one of these tickets. You remember someone asking you to meet them here. Katarina, you remember showing up late, as always. You remember that you did actually pull the thaumaturgy trick once before.
1: Chagrined but I'm not going to show it (laughs) Zizia you
0: remember the thaumaturgy trick that Katarina pulled again today
1: Oh no
0: Mm. And Zizia you remember the entire letter And you remember that it's about Rebo Flint And that explosion at the tinker shop And then somehow Each of you being implicated You remember being blackmailed And then having to go do a job To prove that it wasn't you For a man named Slip Slip. There was a reason why we.
2: What did you say?
0: Slip. The name. Yeah, and as Zija says it, then you recognize the name. It like sticks.
2: Oh, brown coat.
4: Somebody slipped on a brown coat.
2: <laughs> no. It's <laughs> the name of the man we met here, right?
3: Yes, we were we were here with a purpose, uh, and, and an explosion happened. We we were, we were supposed to get to the bottom of it. He had answers. He, he blackmailed us.
2: I find that very unlikely. I, I do not have too much in terms of blackmail in my past.
4: That just sounds like a fun night, anyways. <laughs> <sighs> why
3: why is it that you find so much spectacle in destruction? Just just control it a little bit, that's all. Not necessarily destruction.
1: What was the explosion?
3: There, there was an explosion. Uh, I was trying to investigate it, and he was saying that I did it. But if I were to come here, I'd get answers. And that's why I was here in such a place I would never go to. I don't know, it's, it's such demure. I don't know, this all feels like a demure act. It, It must just be that guild, wiping our memory.
2: Speaking of the mirror, what did you find out? Did you find anybody in the plaza you talked to?
4: That would be a cinder question. We met um, Trixie's boyfriend, a co-worker of his.
1: Yeah, Vinny was telling us that there's a guy in Precinct 6 at a bar that could help us get back some of these memories that we've lost. He said we had to ask for truffles. Somewhere near the Undercity. Oh, but
2: well, I need to go to the Undercity too, so perfect. We can all go together this time. But if it stinks of Demir, as you mentioned, Commander Nodov, with the mind control, how did they react, these Demir agents, when you questioned
1: them? Oh, they wouldn't talk to Commander Nodov at all. <laughs> we only had dealings with Cinder.
4: Yeah, I just had to play games with them, get them to talk while we were gambling.
2: You guys are incredibly evasive. You're still not answering my question in terms of what they said.
5: Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Let's go to the, the city. He's going to slam his hand on the table, both emotionally and sexually frustrated.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> just truly riddled. Poor All right. As you leave the Hellkite Club, you take a somewhat familiar stroll down towards the docks. There's that same elevator that looks just ever so familiar that'll lead you down to the place where we then went to the warehouse. But instead, this is where the path gets unfamiliar. You're gonna take a turn, go along the wall, and walk toward what's called the Dead Bridge Chasm, which is a huge gully that falls right into the Undercity. And along this route, you're gonna walk along the top wall. You're still in precinct six, technically. But it begins to wind down, and then you see, almost growing out of the wall itself, there is a rickety old shack covered in fungus, and you do believe that this is the bar you are looking for. Above it, in fluorescent fungi, there is a sign that reads The Grub Hub. Uh, <laughs>
1: wow. Oh, what you will find
0: in there. We're just going to have to stick around and find out. And that's where we'll end our session. (laughs)
3: Why must everything be in the bar?
0: The collective consciousness of Matt Selesnia for our later, our later bits. Wait, this character's name is Matt? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just M-A-T, oh, like God. apostrophe Selesnia. Gotcha. The founder of the Selesnia guild, Matthew <laughs> Selesnia. <Matthew laughs>
5: That's
4: so funny to me.
3: It was just this college student who's like, you know, there's so much beauty and
0: order in nature. We should like do a thing. Yeah, Matt Selesnia, his best friend,
4: Jake Rakdos. Jake, <laughs> Jake Rakdos. <laughs> that sounds like a wrestler name.
3: Jake Ractos. Oh, yeah.
5: <laughs>